Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Party time! Excellent! Alright, you hear that? Did you did you hear the paper ripping? I don't know if you did, but it, that that's that's taking the normal show script and throwing it out the window. Cause hey guys, how's it going, Sacramento? This is C Core, your uh, your your friendly neighborhood radio show host. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, so tonight we kind of have a, a special show. Uh, later in the show, we're gonna have Stephen Milani. Uh, Sacramento comedian, uh, actually born in uh, Santa Rosa and then uh, raised in Vacaville, but now resides in Sacramento. Anyways, so uh, yeah, we're going to have him on air, but right now, right now, so Long John and Billiam could not be here, and it looks like we lost the prospect. Uh, he was out riding his motorcycle and he like went off a cliff. I don't know. The pro kiddo SB is gone. He has left the building and I do not foresee him returning. So we say adua. How do you say that? Bad badur ador. Adu. Adul. Bid adu. I bid you adu. And uh, for right now, we have the love connection going on right now. <laughs> we have the very very beautiful very talented in so many ways whether it be baking cakes working out psychology stuff being a mother being the best damn girlfriend ever we have miss wendy hello sacramento speak speak up speak up just a little bit get a hello, little sacramento. oh what happened you there no, I'm fine. oh you're gone how about now i'm here oh yep. there you're here i'm here you're here Nope, nope, you're there. <laughs> you keep going in and out. Uh, that's what she said. Ouch. <laughs> that's that's not cool. Okay, keep talking. All right, there we go. I think we got the technical difficulties worked out. Uh, hopefully that works out better. Speak one more time. One more time. Okay, you can get a little bit louder. Don't don't be afraid to. You want me to yell at you? Yes, act like act like I'm winning an argument like always, and you're losing, and you're just getting frustrated that you're losing again. It's hard to imagine that because that's never happened. I I think it happens quite more often than you think. I'm just saying. That's your story. You tell it. I I will tell it. I'm the one with the radio show. <laughs> so, anyways, so if you've if you've listened or you know I, I've given a few shout outs to her and. Uh, also, if you followed us on the Facebooks or the Instagrams, you'll see that uh, I've posted photos of uh, our adventures. Our adventures, and uh, she's also actually helped us with some photography. And uh, the very last photo shoot that we did, which we're gonna have to do again, and do one of just Billiam, Long John, and I, because uh, SB is no longer in the in the picture. Right. 
Literally, he came in and picked up his headphones tonight, folks. That was awkward. It was a little awkward. I mean, it, it was it was kind of sad. I mean, he, he it's like he wanted to say something and then didn't. Well, it probably was because I was staring at him. Well, I mean, he can he can man up. He could. So. I mean, it, 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 it it's it's anyways. So I don't know. I, I <laughs> it's interesting because it's like I have you on air and it's like, where should I go with this? Like, what <laughs> what should we talk about? Because it's like we can talk about a lot of things. We talk. I mean, a, we do talk about a lot of things. I mean, we we sit there and just is literally it FCC talk. like appropriate though. What? The th- a lot of things. That a lot we of things about? we talk about probably not. Yeah. I mean, this is probably going to be, saying. you know, uh, a PG thirteen version of what we talk about. Right. But I mean, it, it's it's just weird because it's like I've 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 I won't lie, Sacramento. I have fantasized <laughs> about getting this woman <laughs> on air with me. Just, just to see where it goes. Just to see what happens. What we talk about. Mm. I mean, she's well, going to get. Hopefully, told it goes where it went earlier before we started the show. <laughs> I mean, she's going to be a little upset because uh, I'm going to talk about my thirteenth girlfriend. I think it, my thirteenth wife. It's all right. Uh, Miss Maya. Khalifa, I like to share. It's all right. Miss Maya Khalifa, and uh, her her hockey puck accident. Well, you're probably not going to be that attracted to her now since she just has one breast. Well, well, she oh, actually well, she actually still has two, but one is deflated. <laughs> Pop is somebody deflator mouse. It's leaking. She was at a hockey game and the puck flew and hit her right in the bosom. Yeah, I'm ouch. like, oh, uh, what are the odds? I mean, like that's a lucky puck. And that is probably that was probably painful. She probably I mean, broke a rib along with breaking her breast implant. But I mean. My, my thing is, it's probably karma because when she went on that whole thing about, oh, vote for Trump and you'll get a special treat from her personally. And, uh, well, I voted for Trump and I did not get my special treat. We've talked about this on the show multiple times. Maya, I'm still waiting for my turn in line. Hello. I voted. I have my picture of my voting thing so that way I can show you the proof. No, she probably won't be going anywhere for a while. She's got to get her boob fixed first. I I just, you know, if she was talented like you, you could do the muscle thing and then catch the puck between both of them. Definitely. But. Not everyone can be as talented with their breasts as me. Oh, we're, we're, uh, <laughs> we're going off kilter here. We got to, we got to bring it back. Next story. Next. Yeah. About, um, oh, yeah, sexual <laughs> style assault by a pee-pee doll. Uh pee-pee doll. Yes. Uh, Isabella Lassetter has a beef with a Japanese steakhouse in Tennessee. There wasn't any beef involved, actually. They cut it off. No. Where uh, (laughs) the the chef sprayed her in the face with a pee-pee doll in what her husband called a sexual style assault. Uh, Isabella... Wait, wait, wait. Is she mad at the doll or the chef? The chef. Okay. Uh, so basically it's a family dining wasabi Japanese steakhouse. Uh, basically what's think of Benihana's folks where they have like the heat, the, the, what's that, what's that called? Like the frying table in front of you where you right. sit down and they do all like the they cook onion volcano and they show the sh- 
throw the shrimp up in the air and catch it in their hat and what all kinds of fun tricks well you know that they do that oil on the on the frying pan and like it uh you know to prevent your audience from catching fire they They put it out with usually a spray bottle well, this place has like a little little action figure toy doll that looks like it's from like the 60s. <laughs> and uh, he has a little baseball cap on, a yellow shirt, and blue shorts. And well, the shorts pull down in what normally would have, you know, the the meaty and potatoes yeah. section. They have, of a, the they have a picture of They this cut doll. it off. Yeah. And it's just the little tube of what's there. And uh, it's very non threatening. Yeah. And uh, the water pours doll. out. Where he would be like peeing, and uh, apparently the chef accidentally squirted uh, this woman in the face, and now she's claiming sexual assault by a little peepee doll toy. Yeah, I I don't think she's gonna win. I don't know. Uh, the restaurant manager Johnny uh, Huang uh, said that the doll is a common part. <laughs> Did you of say Wang? It's Huang. Uh, see, this is why I wish John, Long John was here. He he would. I'm just gonna say Hung. Yeah. Johnny Hung, because uh, well, it fits the story that's better. That's appropriate. Uh, the doll is a common part of the show for patrons. At, when they get dinner, chefs use it to control the flames on the hibachi. Uh, he said the kids like it. They think it's a water gun. Uh, Hung told TV station WREG. Uh, Isabella's husband, James, called the spraying a sexual style assault on my wife. The so couple called the police the and filed a report. Well, no, the, she's still she's still a culprit, too. Uh, <laughs> the episode happened in front of our minor children and grandchildren, James uh, said, according to the Cleveland19.com. Uh, let's see. The ABC News, uh, Isabella claims a chef in the Japanese steakhouse sprayed her with the water from the doll. Looked like it was peeing on me. Police haven't filed any charges, even though they did uh, take the report. And, and laughed they, the unlikely whole entire time. they would stick, according to the Los Angeles-based criminal defense attorney, Adam Sosterin. Uh, as far as I can tell, there was no sexual assault made on this obnoxious <laughs> yet marginally entertaining toy at the Hibachi restaurant. Uh, no. The defense attorney told Huffington Post, nor shall any humans be found criminally to be held accountable for it. Now, if they put urine in the doll and they were squirting people with it, yeah, I, I could see a case, but it's just water out of a doll. To so keep the you from catching on fire. The restaurant has advised all chefs now and other employees to ask if they'd l- if the customers would like to be peed on. Right. Well, at least they still get to use the doll. Yeah. I'm surprised they're, they're not just going to take the doll away and not have any fun with it anymore. It's part of their shtick. I right. mean, it's, well, it's like taking the boobs away from Hooters. It's all fun until someone makes a complaint or sues you for being peed on by a doll. By a little action figure. Right. That's like two inches tall. Right. So, <laughs> anyways, it's 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 a little weird. So, anyways. So in other oh, by the way, if if you ever need a cake, she makes amazing cakes. Yep. I think I said that earlier. Yep, I do. And you can see some of these on uh on the 
Well, we'll post them on the Distorted Nation page. I should make a special cake page on Instagram. You should. And come up with, like, and start uh, charging a Wendy's lot more. sweet cakes. Um, sweet cakes might already be taken. I don't know. Wendy's. No, I'm going to keep it nice. Yeah. <laughs> Flappity jacks. <laughs> Anyways. We'll think on that. It'll so, yes. We'll think. Uh, just to let you guys know, I, I don't know if you guys have heard, but As I Lay Dying is back in the mix, and we're going to play them a little bit later tonight. But, uh, you know, it's the first tour that's coming up that uh, since Tim Lombesis has been uh, released from prison, and uh, they just announced a European headlining tour, um, and I'm sure they're going to be coming to the States pretty soon. And uh, I don't know. My question is to you: Would you guys go see As I Lay Dying? I mean, to me, I would go see him because I still love the band. And but knowing why he went to prison, and do, I mean, I know, know he paid his debt to society, and hopefully, doesn't try to hire any hire any more hitmen to take his. Yeah, for the record, if you don't know, Tim Lewis's was arrested and sent to prison because he was uh, trying to hire a hitman to murder his wife. Right. Because I'm Sean Connery and I beat my wife. <laughs> <laughs> just, just if you ever watched Family Guy. Well, maybe. Or no, maybe that was uh, uh, South Park. I don't know. One Either of those way, shows. Hopefully he learned his lesson. Yeah. And now that he's back in the band, they just released a uh, new single. And, uh, you know, he revamped the band, has new people with him. I mean, I don't know. I would still go see him because I like the band as they lay dying and it's since he's the vocals i'm not saying i might like him as a person but i like the band and i like his vocals and his songs so yeah i would still go see him maybe i'll go with you hopefully there's a few <laughs> shows that i'm um, hoping you'll accompany me to mm-hmm. so right oh uh, there was something i was gonna what, what did we do oh oh i was at the clue I got to talk about Clue because mm-hmm. I got to get a clue and I forgot. But now I got now I remember. You caught it. Uh, so uh, Sack Horror Film Festival, Amber Sweets Group. Uh, normally they do the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, this last Friday? Was it Saturday? This was Saturday. Saturday. See, she remembers my schedule more than I do. Yeah. See? Well, that's I was why I keep her around. 14 hours in Napa that day. So. That, that's why I keep her around. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's other reasons why so she thinks uh <laughs> i just keep her around to keep my schedule um so went out there to the colonial theater and amber sweets normally puts on the rocky Horror picture show but this time they were putting on clue and i forgot how great of a movie clue was and i forgot how many uh like stars were in it not just tim curry but christopher lloyd was mm-hmm. in it and he like it's interesting because Clue was made after, like, the first two uh, Back to the Futures. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, but Christopher Lloyd just looked younger to me in Clue than he did in Back to the Future. Maybe because it was the gray hair. I think so. But uh, also, uh, oh, what was his name? Uh, the the owner of the restaurant from Roseanne, the, the, the old guy. I don't remember. I don't know. He was the shift manager. Uh, he was in there, and then there was like a few other people, and it was just hilarious and funny. But and then they're acting out the movie on the stage, yeah. Well, right? So what it is is a shadow cast. So basically, the movie's on the screen playing, and then you have actors on the stage in front of it, and they are 
interact like reacting everything that's going on on the screen for you so you're getting like two shows at once and they're like lip syncing talking like they're the character talking isn't that confusing it's kind of cool though i mean there's a really sure it's entertaining but i would be constantly back and forth who should i be watching or i don't know yeah you can do either or well i definitely have a cocktail or two so it would it would be easier all right, so we're going to get out of here and play some music for in a second, get uh, the show queued up for Steven coming in. Uh, but real quick, Lindsay Lohan warns her staff to wear matching shoes. Oh, you are fired. So new rule for distortion: all employees must wear matching socks, panties, and bras, even so if you're a guy. So Long John and Billiam are going to be shocked when they come into the studio next week and their underwear don't match. So does she have them take their clothes off for... Before no, it's just your shoes. Shift? It's just their footwear. Oh, I thought you said underwear. I said distortion. Oh, you're changing it up. Yes. Okay, yes. you're adding a couple yes. of things. Yes. Yes. Thirty-two-year-old right. actress recently opened. But who's gonna? Did you say shoes or socks? <laughs> shoes. Okay, who's gonna wear two different shoes? No, I'm. Th- what she's saying is like everyone has to wear. Her staff oh, has to wear all, all the same Adidas the shoe. Oh, I thought you. Were <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wow. Just wearing two shoes. So basically, showed off. The, basically, they have to wear uh, uniforms, and if they don't wear the uniform, now you is she are providing fired. the shoes? Uh, it does show. It does say that yes. Okay. It looks like she. If is she's gonna, gonna pay for my shoes, hey, I'll match everybody. But what kind of shoes are they, and how much they're gonna cost me? Adulkin. Oh, oopsies. <laughs> you get a dukin. You knew that was coming. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. As do you later. Um, anyways. <laughs> so we uh, we got to get out of here. We're going to get things rolling for when Steven comes in. Um, I don't know. I hope uh, we get the lovely voice of uh, Miss Wendy coming I'll back. I'll think about it. Come back on the air sometime. Uh, I had fun. I don't know. Maybe we'll dive into our relationship more. Like, you know, mm. irritating things that uh, I do. Oh, wow. We need a much longer show do. for that one. Or irritating things That'll you go do. For that's, uh, you know, I can talk about. Yeah. You let's know. not. I think, you know what I'll do, folks? I'll record some of her conversations in her sleep oh. that she has, and then I'll air them on the air. Yeah. Play them on air. <laughs> Be quite comical. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyways, that. we're going to play some new songs or the new track by The Last Martyr. And you've been listening to Distortionation on 96.5 AFM, KUBU, where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento.
Hey, what's going on, folks? This is C-Core, and I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, because we got to pay some bills. So listen up with your little ear holes, because we got some commercials for you. All right, first up, we got Hellraiser Clothing. Are you rowdy, unruly, and troublesome? Then Hellraiser.com is where you need to shop. Hellraiser.com. H-E-L-L-R-Z-Z-R. Check it out, the latest shirt designs and outerwear with a little innerwear for the ladies. Alright, check out Hellraiser Clothing. Next up, we gotta talk about Aston Microphones. Are you a singer? Are you a radio host? A podcaster? Maybe you just like to sit there and record yourself talking for no reason. Nobody's listening. Is there? Are you? Hello? Anyways, you wanna sound smooth and sexy. Just like an Aston microphone. That's right, folks. AstonMics.com. Check them out and sound professional. Alright, lastly, we gotta talk about Blacklight VIP. Yo, you, sitting on your couch, listening to this stupid show, are you tired of just sitting around on a Friday or Saturday night? Not knowing what to do? Well, then go check out BlacklightVIP.com. That's right, Sacramento. Blacklight VIP is your number one stop shop to find out what's going on. Bars, dance clubs, happy hours, 
and all events in Sacramento. Now let's get back to the show. That was some Greta Van Fleet, the new track called When the Curtain Falls. And uh, now we have a special guest in the studio, straight from There Goes the Neighborhood Comedy Tour. For the record, I said tour. Shana's not here. I didn't say Comedy Jam or whatever, because they know they had the whole squabble on their posters and stuff saying other things. But I said a tour. It was correct. Anyways, I have Mr. Stephen Milani in the studio and that's steven with a v and he's straight born in santa rosa but grew up in vacaville but now from sacramento perfect (laughs) perfect i got it right yeah no no no, absolutely i thought i was gonna screw it up i'm glad you did so tell me about yourself sir so uh why are you here first of all well i'm here to uh we just wrapped up a show in san francisco at cobb's comedy club just made it back here in time to yes. start. Uh, just it in is, time. It is, you know, 1234. Well, I like to do at least 80 on Interstate 80. <laughs> Feels fitting. Forget those toll bridges. Just drive straight through, right? Yeah, well, I borrowed somebody's car. So oh, okay. I'm not getting the ticket. Just no, Typically, I just borrow the license plate because there's less chance of getting pulled over with a license plate than actually a stolen car. You know, you you're bring more attention to yourself. That's a good point. I just try and I, I like to steal the uh, fast track. Oh, just the fast pass? Yeah. Just, just put that in your window and go? Get that right in the window. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so how'd the show go? Anyway, the show was great. Uh, I got to tell you, Jimmy Earl and Shayna do a great job of putting together a good show. Every time. If you guys see them in Sacramento at the Punchline, sometimes they do Sacramento at Laughs Unlimited. Um, they also do San Francisco at Cobbs, which we just wrapped up tonight. Uh, it is a great time, a lot of fun. Got a wide variety of comics. Everybody's doing, you know, 7 to 15 minutes. And uh, everybody has a blast. And I like how every every gig they put together is a competition in order to be able to be sent to, like, I think it's Philadelphia? or uh, Arizona. Arizona. Phoenix. And Phoenix? Okay. Phoenix. Uh, Jimmy Earl's got connections all over the place. He's got some connections uh, I think in Canada. One, I think I heard one was in Philadelphia. Or it, Pennsylvania. It might be. Might be. I don't know. I'm just going off my wacky brain. Anyways, uh, you would know better. You're the professional comedian here. Well, I wouldn't say professional. Well, how long have you been a comedian? I've been doing comedy. Or at least calling yourself a comedian. For about 18 months. 18, oh. 18 months I've been doing comedy on stage. Uh, What I found out was I've been practicing for 13 years without even knowing it. Ah. Uh, You know, I deal blackjack for a living, and uh, I learned a long time ago, if you make people laugh, you can make a lot more in tip money. (laughs) Yeah, happy, happy, drunk people, you know. Oh, no, cars. gamblers aren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if, if they're winning, you got to, like, let them win a little bit. Listen, if it were up to me, I would either be retired or imprisoned by now because I've got moral <laughs> flexibility. Uh, so, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, so you said 18 months. What made you start? like to want to get into comedy well uh i really started to hate myself after my wife left and uh like most comedians we're all kind of broken everybody's just looking for a way to kind of work through some pain and so are a lot of musicians so that's where you know it crosses over a lot 
That's right. That's where, uh, you know, I think a lot of art comes from, you know, is, is through pain. Through emotions and just what everyone's feeling and going through. Well, when you can connect with your audience, it's great, man, because we all have similar experiences, you know. Everybody's had a broken heart. Everyone's pretty much, yeah, been through the same ringer, whether it, you know, be boyfriend, girlfriend, family member, you know, whatever. You know, my uncle touched me, whatever it is. We're on the doll. Show us. <laughs> Hopefully it's not the pee-pee doll. Good old Benny Hanna's pee-pee doll. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it was a hibachi. It was a hibachi something in Tennessee. I can't remember right now. Go back and listen to the show earlier, people. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Anyways, so, okay. Would you classify yourself as funny, moderately funny, or getting there? Oh, I would class myself as hilariously funny. <laughs> hilariously, uh, okay, that's most awesome. Most people haven't caught up to that fact yet, though. <laughs> more alcohol they drink, though, they'll, they'll understand. Yes, yes. The more alcohol you drink, uh, definitely the more fun you're going to have at a comedy show. So where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on the internet. Uh, Milani Comedy is uh, what I've got on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And uh, that's where I post all my upcoming shows and what I'm doing in Sacramento. And, uh, you know, some goofy videos that I like to make and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you just shared one with us in the studio here, <laughs> which was pretty awesome. Go check it out. That's uh, M-I-L-A-N-I Comedy uh, on all social media. Okay. Um, do you have any events, other events coming up in the Sacramento yep, area you know, or Northern California even? We've got, uh, we've got some stuff coming up in Roseville in September, September 22nd. It's a Saturday night. Ooh, uh, day I'll after my birthday. Oh, well, happy early birthday. I don't oh, think I'm anybody cares that it's your birthday. We're talking I, about I, me. I don't. All right, there we go. I'm not even going to have one this year, actually. I'm just going to skip over it. You I'm, 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 I'm going to uh, stay, uh, stay uh, 32 this year. I, I try not to remember the anniversary of touching my mother's vagina. You know, technically, aren't we? I mean, if you, unless you unless you're born through circumcision, or not circumcision, <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? Cer uh, Cesarean since, section. Yeah, C-section. Uh, <laughs> you know what I meant. He's gonna technically he's we're gonna all delete that comment. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, technically, we're all born in uh, you know incest because as soon as you slide through, your little dingling is going to touch you know. And and it at one point you you had inter, inter, inter relations with your mother. That is uh that you took that a lot farther than I was ready to go with. <laughs> it. Well, I mean, I've, I've you know I've had this we've had this talk on the show before, like years ago. So old school listeners will know that uh, you know you, you, I mean you think about it. I mean when you're crying and, and and coming out, I'm sure that your mouth's open or something, and <laughs> one of the little flaps touches it. You know, it's just. It's a possibility. You know, it, it, on the opposite side of and that then coin. You, then you spend the next, what, a year or so, you know, feeding off of her. So it's like, you know, it's really ancestral. With being born in your mouth. That's why most women get cesarean sections now, I'm sure. You, you can get a little bit closer to the mic and speak up. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure, a little, so I'm sure the people that have those, like, uh, micro-hearing devices in their ears just heard what you said, but not a whole lot of people. Turn the hearing aids up, people. So, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, you know, on the flip side of that coin, uh, the way I found out I wasn't gay was uh, when my poo pushed against my prostate one time. That's another one of those weird... <laughs> I was really confused for like two weeks. Like, that felt amazing. And uh, I just wasn't comfortable enough with myself at the time to enjoy the moment. You know, it was high school. Were you, <laughs> were you really constipated? 
No, it's just I was holding it. I was in class. <laughs> we didn't have break. Uh, didn't want to. Didn't want to raise your hand and ask for a few pieces of toilet paper to go to the bathroom. Well, nothing came out. Oh. Did nothing you hear about? Out. And I don't think my teachers had toilet paper in the class. I think we stored that in the bathroom. Well, there was a school in uh, uh, South Carolina that we call it. We dubbed it on the show Toilet Paper Gate. That literally, it was uh, elementary school and a junior high that you had to raise your hand and say, "Hey, I have to go to the bathroom. I need." toilet paper in front of everybody because they took all the toilet paper out of the bathrooms because kids were just flushing l tons of it down and like overflowing the toilets so yeah. literally they made you embarrass yourself by being like oh i need like 30 squares please <laughs> I, it's, I gotta go man that would be embarrassing that like how do you i don't even know how many squares i use <laughs> you know it's like that. it's like you get you, you uh, can i take 10 squares and then you it's like you you oh, I'm out. I need more. Um, I'll just take my shirt off and use my shirt. And when I walk in without a shirt, they'd be like, "Why don't you have a shirt on?" Well, uh, I had to use it for toilet paper because you only gave me ten squares. Yeah, that uh, you definitely do not want to underestimate <laughs> how many squares you need. Take it back to Seinfeld. You know, I can't spare a single square. <laughs> famous episode of Elaine. Anyways, so you were saying that a lot, like comedy and music and stuff, it comes from personal experiences and stuff do you base when you write your jokes are they off of like experiences that you've happened stories you've been through or are they more like knock knock who's there type stuff uh i do a lot of uh authenticity in my comedy it, it's mostly my life story with slight exaggerations you know maybe a little uh uh misdirection in some of the stories but for the most part i would say about 80 percent true of the things i say on stage now i know most comment comics and uh comedians and and funny people they don't really sometimes give out any of the material but is there anything you like you can give a little snippet of yeah is there you know like one of the jokes you tell that you don't mind sharing on air uh, i'll tell you what i like uh i like talking a lot about the relationship i have with my kids and one of the things that you have to do is you have to figure out what you're going to do in the car you know, car games, road games. Absolutely. One of the first games we played was the out-of-state license plate game. I play that game all the time. Right? It's but stupid. Do <laughs> Why do you need to train yourself to look for out-of-state license plates? So you we, can punch the person next to you. Right. But this is what we did. Is What we did was we played the motorcycle game. So now I'm training my kids to look out for motorcyclists so that when they're drivers, we might save a life. Maybe them looking out for motorcyclists for me is saving a life because I haven't hit somebody, right? Mm -hmm. But then I up well, the ante. If they're lane splitting, I'm all for it. <laughs> well, I hate lane splitters. After one knocked off my side mirror on my car, yeah. I'm going to add that to our list. <laughs> like, they have to be in their own lane. They can't yes. be lane sharing. If you're going down, especially while traffic's moving, it's not just park traffic, then, you know, like what happened to me, I'm like, just, just open just, your door. Oh, right. yeah. I, I wish I had terrible. the little button that spun the little spiky thing out like the Batmobile <laughs> and just, like, pop the tire as we're driving. <laughs> but what about this taking it up a notch, you were saying? Well, this is what we did, was we took it up a notch, and I decided, why don't I have my kids uh, start to look out for cops as well? Yeah. Oh, well, that's perfect. Do you know how much safer it is to drive drunk when your kids are looking <laughs> out for cops and motorcyclists? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I take that statement back. <laughs> Uh, you know, I talk a lot about the relationship with the kids and training them and, and outsmarting them because that's really what being a parent is, is outsmarting mm -hmm. your kid. You know, one of my other favorite stories is uh, you got to regulate with your children 
uh, the amount of sugar in this stuff that they take. <laughs> and what kids love right now is Starbucks. And uh, my 12-year-old asked me, she goes, hey, Dad, would you pick me up from Starbucks across the street instead of picking me up from school? And I thought, I'm going to use her Starbucks, her love of Starbucks, uh, against her to help her come out of her shell. So I go, listen, you go into Starbucks, you talk to the manager, you can have any drink you want off the menu as long as you convince the manager to pay for it or that I'll pay for it when I get there, right? So when I pull up to Starbucks, she's standing out front, she's got this cup in her hand, she jumps in the car, she's telling me how she slayed her proverbial dragons, mm -hmm. and she goes, Dad, it's only gonna be 425. And I go, honey, the real lesson I wanted you to learn today here is I'm always two steps ahead of you. And then we left, and she can't go back to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That is amazing. Yeah. It's all, it's all about making your kids hate themselves before they hate you. Mm -hmm. And always staying, like you said, a step ahead of them because, you know, at some point they might surpass you and you can't have that happen. No. Because then you're in a home by the time you're 55 and you're, like, screwed totally. And all I have is daughters. So you can't even hit them <laughs> because then they won't be the only little bitch in the room. You know what I mean? Like, can I say that on, on yes, the Yes, you can say okay. bitch. Bitch is fine. I wasn't sure what the rules Just, just were stay that. away from the top three. You know, the other word for crap. And, and you can say ass, Oops. just not the, right. the, the circle part. <laughs> okay. All right. And, and uh, you, you can't say, obviously, you know, the favorite noun. Everyone, you know, blank you, you know. Right. I like to, uh, I like to tell people to just go masturbate. Because I feel like that's a polite way to tell them to go F themselves. Mm -hmm. It's true. And I'm pretty sure they'll probably calm down afterwards. Yeah. You know, it, it relieviates some of the tension in the room and just be like, okay, now that you're calm and collected, let's talk about this on paid Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people don't By the way, say you're grounded for stealing that. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I should take her phone away. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to hit her with that one yeah, tomorrow. That's a good one. Because you can't physically hit her, but you can hit her with Well, know, right, right. Emotionally. I take the phone and, away. And, Emotional abuse is still okay. See, that's why, I, you know, <laughs> luckily I'm not a parent. Like, because everyone always says I should never procreate. Because, like, me, I would say what I would do is I'd, I'd love to get a, two Xboxes, obviously one that's already broken and one, you know, that the kid's playing. And as soon as he pisses me off, I'm going to smash the broken one, make him totally think I smashed his real good one, and then just hide it in my bedroom and play it while he thinks it's broken and not going to have another one. That, no, that I, uh, I may use that. <laughs> my kids play a lot of Xbox. So just get a casing you can get online. Just get the shell of it and then just smash it in front of them, you know. Oh, that would be glorious. Just throw it out the window like it's nonchalant, nothing. Just be like, nope, you don't get that no more. Never again. And then you got to make them do chores for like the next five months in order to earn money to buy a new one. And then you just keep, you, you know, just well, pull out the. Having children is one of the last forms of legal slavery. You have kids only to do the stuff you don't want to do. Pretty much. I, I agree with that. <laughs> you just pass it off as it's a lesson for me. <laughs> You'll thank me later. Yes. All right. So main reason you're here right now is we're also talking about uh, there goes the comedy. There goes the neighborhood comedy tour uh, happening at the Punchline tomorrow night, night uh, Sunday, August 5th. And uh, Zach Edlow is going to be on there. Um, I got to tell you, I really like Zach. I Zach love Zach. Edlo He's been on the show funny. a couple times. Uh, there's Cedric. Do you know any of their last names? Uh, I might. Uh, I don't know Cedric's last name. Can uh, I see the Morgan. Picture? Let me see the picture. Johnny. 
Any of those people? Yeah, I know some. <laughs> That's of the one people. thing I don't like about their flyers. They never have last names. It's like nobody knows just the first name. So I know Nick V. Uh, I know Johnny down here. More. Oh yeah, I know Morgan Luhan. Luhan. Uh, we got Dan. We got Caleb Duffy. Josh Means. Jimmy Earl's going to be on it. We got a lot of really good people on that show that night. So uh, yes, it's going to be a fun night. Come out, hang out. Show starts at seven. There's a second one. Starting at ten, it's correct. A, it's a double header. No, no, I'm sorry, not on Sunday night. Not on Sunday, Sunday night. Seven is the last show. Oh, seven is the only show. So it, the one you just did was two. two right, segments. we did the okay. second show, the 10 p.m. show. Gotcha, and then you made it here just in time. Correct. All right, so we got like a, about a couple minutes. So why don't we go back and tell people where to find you again? Okay, well you can find me on Facebook. That's where uh, most of my presence is, uh, Milani Comedy. And then, again, I'm also on Instagram, which is my second most used site. And then, uh, of course, all the dating apps, mm -hmm. uh, Bumble, Tinder. Tinder. Uh, do you, do you, when, you put, uh, when you put your listing for what you do, like that you're a comedian, do you mention that you don't live at home with your parents? No, I like to. Uh, I like to surprise girls. Oh, okay. Like, if I want to get rid of a girl, I'll just take her straight to my mom's house and be like, <laughs> I'm home. Be like, hey, Ma, could you make me a PB&J, please? I'm hungry. Oh, and babe, do you want one, too? <laughs> so getting rid of girls when you're dating is interesting man dating goes well sometimes better than others i did meet a girl on tinder and uh we agreed to go out to dinner and i gotta tell you i was driving there and i was thinking to myself man i really hope this girl actually looks like her photos you know because mm -hmm. when it comes to online dating that's what's important to men and then she's probably thinking on her way there man i hope i don't get raped and murdered tonight <laughs> Because I think that's what's important. And hoping he looks like his profile picture as well. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, we have the same concerns. <laughs> and and, and at least the profile picture was at least of, you know, this year. Not you know, 20 years ago. Not 20 years ago when you're like 20 pounds lighter. Oh, no, no, no. I was about 75 pounds heavier 10 years oh, okay. ago. okay. So, yeah. Same this year. is much better. Mm -hmm. Much better. So, uh, we'll quick bring it out here. But if you had a one quick advice for somebody who wants to get into comedy, what would you give? Oh, go out there and do it, man. There's um, there's websites out there that list all the open mics, and the biggest thing you got to get over is yourself. Because if you go out there on an open mic and you absolutely kill it, or if you absolutely bomb, nobody's going to remember except you. And uh, I haven't died yet, so just <laughs> go out there and do Obviously it. Obviously not. You're here, so thank God for that. No. Yes, thank God for <laughs> and that. And hopefully we'll get to see the people come out and see you September 22nd. Yes. We will be in at, Roseville. In Roseville at where is it at? I, you know, I don't know what the venue is yet, but if you go to my social media, I will be bla uh, plastering that. All right, show and then all over. send me the flyer. We'll post it up on the Distorted Nation website and uh, the Facebook page, our Twitters and Instagrams and all that crap. Uh, but right now, we got to jump out into some music. We're going to play some new As They Lay Dying with uh, My Own Grave. And uh, you have been listening to Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM KUBU where you can be you, the voice of Sacramento.